nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Olin. <laughs> Fred, Take it away, George. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the pitchers in these games? <laughs> <in this game? laughs> Fun Friday. Fred right. Don't start that. No. Okay, sorry. Fred Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Start this thing over, Reaver. A great meal, just a great <laughs> meal. All right, I'm sorry. Here we go. Take her from the top, boss. <clears throat> Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic. <laughs> 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 Number 539. Sorry, Mike. Happy January 15th, birthday. 2021. 43 degrees on this day in 1990. We caught a little break. 37 below in 1888. And now... From the mayor's office. Don't be playing that stuff house. off air for me, Larry. I'll just start laughing. It's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Freshly Here showered. Here is your flashlight king, so. fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor. Joe uh, Bill Stein up in Aiken has a great point. Oh, They say we can uh, have a gathering of up to eight people without issues. I don't know eight people without issues. Whoa. Boom, see? Boom. It's a boom. Yeah. I have issues. I have issues. Yeah. You recall yesterday I told you that a friend of mine said he was noticing National Guard presence in his neighborhood. Uh, so I specifically included that on my walk yesterday afternoon. And there was no National Guard presence. Uh, then I went to the Capitol, and I saw no National Guard presence, except I have seen just extraordinary amounts of fencing are now up around the Capitol, just as there is at the nation's Capitol. Extraordinary fencing. I think it should be the wish of all of us. Are they wearing the white uniforms? I don't know. I, I'm going to go back again today. They might be bivouacked at Sears. Mm. What do you have on, Rook? Uh, a fencing outfit. You missed that. You said uh, the fencing. I, I caught it. I caught it. The fencing at the Capitol. Is that why the Take governor's speaking off, right Matthew. now, by the way? You're like Take your hat off, off, Matt. You're you like the hat? You're well, this isn't a baseball cap. Is, is that why both uh, uh, Governor Walls and now Mayor Melvin Carter are speaking? Fox 9's carrying, carrying this. Is that what uh, are they probably, addressing? Probably. Okay. Uh, then I, I, to finish the story, I went oh, to the Capitol sorry. and saw no National Guard fencing. And I think I'll go back today. I bet they're, I bet they're, I bet they're bivouacking. In the uh, maybe in the old Sears location, mm-hmm. the abandoned Sears store, which the St. Paul police lease for training, and I don't know why I'm why I'm doing this, except I'm just curious. Where are they? They're they're taking this very uh, seriously. Yeah. We might as well stay on this. Uh, <clears throat> the focus of attention appears to be this weekend through next Wednesday. Although the number of personnel wasn't clear, I'm reading from the Pioneer Press, uh, Wednesday, when taken together, the forces being assembled appear to be as diverse as those mustered during last year's widespread protests, looting and rioting. Uh, Walls activated the National Guard for possible civil unrest according to an emergency order he signed Wednesday. Uh, Do you realize that they can use lethal force if they have to? They're going to be armed. I do not believe they were armed during the uh, 38th and Chicago uprising. We will support Minnesotans' First Amendment rights to to peacefully protest, but anyone involved in violent, illegal activity will be held accountable. Wall said we are tracking reports and monitoring the situation closely to enhance our response and change tactics as needed. The Guard's precise mission is not clear, but its soldiers in armored combat vehicles have traditionally been used to protect physical buildings, such as the Capitol. Uh, Major General Sean Mankey, Minnesota National Guard Adjutant General, said he was coordinating with state and federal authorities to to determine the best use of their forces. The National Guard stands ready to support state patrol and local law enforcement, Mankey said. Uh, I think Todd Axtell has said that he has evidence of no 
uh, imminent violence, but they're taking <clears throat> extra precautions. FBI bulletins over the past week have warned that state capitals are potential targets for militia groups that want to foment civil wars, such as the Boogaloo Boys. That includes a note from the Minneapolis field office that warned of previous discussions between Boogaloo followers about the potential for violence at an unspecified event at the Minnesota Capitol on Sunday, according to the bulletin, which was obtained by Yahoo News. All right. St. Paul Police Chief Todd Axtell on Wednesday sought to reassure people. Like you, we saw what happened last week and have heard rumors. But he said they've talked to federal authorities and can say we're not aware of any verified threats at this time. There are more than a dozen protests, rallies, demonstrations, and marches planned over the next seven days, ranging from small gatherings to a large march in honor of Martin Luther King Jr. to an event at the Capitol on Sunday, Axtell wrote. The, the police department is increasing the presence of officers throughout the city and especially near events over the next week. Uh, as the capital city, a place where people come to make their voices heard, St. Paul police say they're accustomed to protests. There were more than 225 last year. All right. Let's hope for the best, huh? For Let's sure. Let's hope for no the kidding. best. No Let's kidding. Let's hope for the best. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else we should know. Uh, I've said this all week to my fellow GLers and Gumption County residents, none of whom I suspect of fomenting trouble because they're garage logicians. But if you know someone, I think you have an obligation to all of us <clears throat> not to call the cops necessarily, but to talk to them. And then you do what you have to do. Right. Talk to them. Isn't Put it you chill, boys, and be like Fonzie? Right. Yep. But isn't it um, a, a wonderful silver lining that none of us have anybody that needs to have that talk with. I don't know anybody that plans to go to St. Paul Capitol, plans to go to the inauguration. I don't know even shirt tail people. I haven't heard of anybody. But would you, would the, would someone make that public? Do you think? In other words, if someone that you knew, are they going to go? Yep, I'm planning on going. Down no, there. but you 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 would know in your own circle of friends who might be a candidate. And I, in my circle of friends, like Rook is saying, I can't identify a candidate for that. Yeah, I can't either. Okay, then we're good. We're good. I'm not saying GLers would have in their circle people who would foment unrest and civil violations. But if you know of someone, and you know a friend of that person, for example, mm -hmm. talk to them. Talk them off the ledge. This is ridiculous. This country's never going to get back to any semblance of normalcy if we keep this. Whoa. I almost swore that. Yeah, you did. If we keep this up. Well, the Dems are going to be up. calling for unity. We're going to all be unified. Well, let's be words. unified then. Let's well, be unified then. Okay, but I'm not going to cater to every whim they have, though. So, no, the, I understand. I the, understand. The president-elect, who, who has held public office for, what, 578 years? Yes. He, he's the one that's going to inspire change. We're going to change from what we've been forever, right? That's, that's, what, uh, what, Sleepy, what, Joe's, uh, that's Sleepy Joe's mission. Well, it's, it's, it's way too early in the game, boys to take a position where we're going to spend the next four years bitching about Biden. Well, no, I... I, I don't see that on my plate. we got to be... we got to <laughs> no, let him get really? in first. What plate are you looking at? I see that on my plate. I don't see it it's on the main my plate. course. I don't see it on my plate yet. Okay. So you're waiting for him to not trip up, but, uh, but you know what's, veer off the beaten path. Yeah, but you know what's funny about I'm that? I'm hoping he doesn't. Oh, he I, I'm First trying to be an optimist do. here. I'm trying to be an optimist. I respect that, but I, I can tell you for sure right now that it's going to be quite a difficult path because with going through with the impeachment, all they've done is, unfortunately, not incite to riot, but they've, they've boiled the blood of 74 million um, yes. Republicans. Yes, well, they've, exactly. they've exactly. demonstrated that they're... They're obsessed with this fellow. Right. Let him just go away. Let him go and away. Let him go away. And Joe, and Joe, the evil bastards that voted for him. Right. They hate us. And what he's going to do is increase the size of government uh, and, and further control us. Government did not shrink under Trump, and the spending was out of reach. But you can safely say that the next four years are going to be rather expensive to all of us hardworking taxpayers. Well, let's well, start with the, 25 cents more per gallon. Let's He's not even let's, in office yet. Let's start with uh, Biden's uh, headline today, 1.9 trillion uh, relief for most principally to fight 
COVID. Yes, let's fight COVID, but there's, I really have nothing to gain by pointing out that that raises the debt to about $26 trillion. Oh. Uh, who, does okay. anyone in Washington care about this on either no. side Just of the a number. Just does a number anyone there. care? No. Just That's $1.9 new dollars that have to be printed. with. It doesn't exist. D- does anyone care in Washington about this? We can bump up the taxes, get the Americans paying more. You, you need to pay more, Such. No, I don't. I pay a hell of a lot. Yeah. It's just it's just obscene. Although I did see something pretty funny the other day, and I, I never give her any attention because she's such a bag of wind, but Alyssa Milano, you guys are familiar with her, the actress? <laughs> yes. She's blocked on Twitter. Yeah, I, I did too, but I saw something pop up where she has a, I think she has a podcast or something, and she said, well, we can solve the, was it the debt or we just need to print more money? There you go, honey, huh? <laughs> Let's go. Crank okay. her up there. Yeah, there we right, go. Start her up. Let's get the <laughs> well, world going. Well, well, bring that down to a local level. Mitra Jalali said in terms of uh, supporting the idea of reparation, she said, well, we have a lot of wealth. We'll just spread it around. Oh, we do. Mm-hmm. So that's a Mysterian view. These are kids that come out of the failed academy with no notion of capitalism whatsoever. None. The police chief's role is no, to stop be... stop that. I need that later. Oh, I'm, I thought that's why you called for it. No, I'm sorry. No, I need Al- that later. Along those lines, Joe, of the uh, the reparations, etc., uh, n- noticeably absent were the Native Americans. I was talking with my wife today about that. That mm. can of worms would have to be, uh, when the white man took their land, how are they going to... I mean, it, this is the same... Uh, they were just... They were overruled. Uh, that can of worms means you have to go back to the Native Americans and say, we took your land wrongfully, we mistreated you, we killed you, we murdered you, uh, what are you going to do for us? And Matthew, that didn't start with the Americans. That started with the British and continued with the British until after the end of the War of 1812. Okay, so I mean, if you're going to start that al- along those lines, there's going to have to be payback. And I don't, I don't know, I don't know. It's just, it's very confusing. And you're really going to open up a lot of bad stuff if you start. You know, doing Mickey it. Mantle baseball card just <laughs> sold for five point yeah, two I saw that. million. I saw that. Five point two million. You know what's the amazing thing? Somebody uh, has alerted me to this. That somebody has five point two million sitting around to buy a baseball card. It's a 1952 number three eleven tops Mickey Mantle, considered one of the most desirable trading cards in existence. Well, words mean something. Considered one of the most desirable? You mean there are more out there that are worth $5 million? Honest Wagner? We're told the card, I'm reading from uh, TMZ, uh, graded in mint condition and one of only a few in existence was brokered by the people at the online auction site PWCC. Aside from Mickey being a 20-time All-Star, 7-time World Series champ, 1952 was also the first year Topps produced baseball cards. This isn't the only time this particular card has been sold. In 2018, it sold for $2.88 million at auction. Two years later, it's almost doubled in value. Before the Mantle card set the new record, a Mike Trout 2009 yeah. Bowman Chrome Draft Prospects Super Fractor held the title with a $3.9 million price tag. Really? I don't even know what that means. It's a, um, well... It's, I promise so, it's not a town ball story. It's a, it's, a, it's a style, almost like, you know, when they came out with the hieroglyphic cards and things of that nature? That's, that's what it's describing that card as. It, it's, a guy, it's a guy who uh, has a cannabis company who bought it. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh. Uh, according to Beckett.com, uh, $3.12 million for Hannes Wagner. I don't have a year, though. I think well, it's I think there's. Uh, I think it's isn't there? Isn't yeah. there an old Ty Cobb? Uh, isn't there? Aren't there some old cigarette cards that were produced by cigarette companies that are extremely valuable? Yes. All I know is, I'm one of the. I'm one of those guys from from America who's who didn't save their baseball cards, <gasps> and yet I purchased baseball cards as a kid. I still have mine in the basement from when I was a kid. Well, the kid I used to well, have was, has all was, his. All Chris, his. you were a kid ten years ago. Give me a break. Well, I but I but I what I did though is when I got a little bit older, I started collecting older cards. You know, from the '60s and the '70s. 
And every time Mickey Mantle comes up, of course, we've got to shove a camera into Billy Crystal's face. So let's go to Billy Crystal right, right now. Oh, I really love the Mick, and uh, I'm an actor, <laughs> and uh, I'm super important, and uh, the New York Yankees, and my dad, and the Mick, and blah, 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 blah. Geez, I was looking for Billy Crystal. That was spot on impersonation. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. Rookie, you missed it. You missed it. What did I miss? I think you were the one who came up with the idea of a musky lure in the shape of a foot. Yes. Because you were afraid that. <laughs> yes. Because you're afraid That's muskies would, would bite your feet. Well, not only my feet, but yes. <laughs> out of the blue, out of the blue, I get an email from Derek Center who writes, "Joe, I was just wondering if you could update us GLers on the million idea, million dollar idea, foot shaped musky fishing lures." Well, you never did anything with it, Rook. You had it in the bag. I had it in the bag. I dropped the bag on this. Did somebody do it for me and I'm getting royalties? No, this, it doesn't exist. There's still time. A foot? It doesn't exist. A look? A, 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 a lure? I see just a toe. How about a big toe? I can get okay. you. That would represent Where do I get a the toe? other thing. The toe would actually represent the other thing that well, rookies worried Got about it. being yes. That's <laughs> Thank you for that. You're being very, you're being very generous toe. there. <laughs> Maybe a pinky. The uh, metro area certainly avoided the dire weather prospects of a blizzard and howling winds and nine inches of snow. We got nothing in St. Paul. Southern Minnesota got pummeled pretty good. Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. This was the first time I let Gabriel drive into school today with four-wheel drive. Yeah, but he's flunked about four grades. He's 25 years old. True. That's true. Yeah, yeah, he's approaching his 27th birthday. That's right. Uncle Joe showing no mercy. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. None to be had. Uh, it's a very difficult... What we did get, though, is very difficult for space management and raises some ethical space management questions. Oh. Uh, I don't want to... It's, it's heart attack snow. Yep. The stuff go. we got is basically water. And... Uh, I don't think a snowblower would be efficient on it. No, we're not at because all. Because I'm talking, we're, it's an inch, inch and a half on the driveway. I might, I might, I know this is, I know this is blasphemy to the rules of garage logic, but I might just let it go. Can't no, you just, no, can't you just slide no. it over? You don't I'm even have to really lift it. No, we, we've heard this from you before. GLers are going to weigh in. You're going to get uh, bee slapped all weekend with the email. Get okay, then I'll have to do problem. it by hand. I'll but have to do it by hand. No, don't. We don't want your. I don't want you falling over. Well, I'm in decent. Sh- I'm in decent shape. I think what I'll do is just push it aside. There you go. And oh. not and not attempt to heave it away. Yeah, just slide around. You have one of those tiny little city it blowers, don't you? You need a, a go down to Frats right now and get a dual stage. Get a. I don't want a dual or... stage. I don't need one. I have a very excellent one stage. It works just fine. Here's where your problem's going to come in, Sue. Here's where you're doing it wrong. Here's where you're doing it all wrong. Here's where I'm doing it no, wrong. No, Tuesday, the high is going to be 18 degrees. So whatever you have not moved is going to crunch your ice. That's yeah. And that's ice. Tuesday. It's several days away, so you may get a little melt. 30, 27, and 27, and then 18 on Tuesday. But you know how hard I'm praying and studying the weather maps for the weather in Green Bay and Buffalo. Oh, tomorrow. that's right. I was going to check that this morning. Football. And, and Pat made an observation. He's absolutely correct. Normally, they would put that Green Bay game tomorrow as the night game. Right. But Buffalo presents a far greater chance of horrible weather than Green Bay. So Buffalo gets the night game tomorrow. Let's see what we're dealing with. Mm. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, looks like today they're going to have a high of 42. That's not good. 36 overnight with rain. Yep. Uh, and then for tomorrow, come on, give me 48 hours here. Rock. Buffalo is snow flurries for Saturday night, but that could turn into real snow because of the lake effect. Yep, few snow showers, but that it doesn't look like it's going to start until after 8 o'clock. But, well, the game, the, the kickoff is 7. The game starts at 8 Eastern. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Boy, am I rooting for Buffalo. Me Holy too. Mackerel. Me too. And I don't want to break Tim's heart, but it ain't going to kill me if the Rams beat Green Bay. No, I, I yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. But it would be fun to see Rodgers versus Brady in the NFC Championship game. And I'm looking forward to Cleveland at Kansas City because I'm interested in both quarterbacks. Yep. Although I think that's going to be a bloodbath. I think Kansas City's going to destroy those guys. Ferris Bueller versus Patrick Mahomes. Ferris Bueller. <laughs> He just strikes me as the kid who would have been the Ferris Bueller of his high school. He absolutely is. You're right. Up to mischief. Yep. And he's pretty damn good. Yeah, he's not bad. And a natural-born actor. Have you seen his ads? Yeah, he's got a few of them. Yeah, he's pretty pretty good. He's just a natural. He's just a natural. I like the book club one. That's my favorite one. 
Where they pretended the book club. Yeah, where they pretended the book club in the stands. That one's pretty good. That's a pretty nifty idea. What do you think, Kenny? It's crazy. We got to do something about this. I have an urgent, <laughs> urgent notice. I'm trying to think of a sounder. Do we have a siren? Uh, some sort of alarm? Some warning? Uh, just wait a moment here for the crap production staff to tell me if we have anything. What did we call that one, Rook? The uh, siren? No, uh, it was uh, in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. You, you have anything? How about go. just the da 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 da? Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I just had a wet night in Brooklyn here about a Nice. <laughs> I think I have a you will be hearing this tomorrow at 3 p.m. I repeat, there is now a town ball meatloaf warning at Grunhofer's at Uh-oh. 3 p.m. tomorrow. The town ball meatloaf will be available. I'm sorry. Today. What? The that town fast. ball whoa, meatloaf whoa, whoa, whoa. will be available after 3 p.m. today. Wow. That's the new meatloaf with bacon. Oh, my God. Let's see. i got to go get my kids. Can I We're zip We're going to need there? highway patrol up Yeah, there. this You're going to need highway serious. patrol. I wonder if I can get up there after the show, then down. Yep. Hmm. Okay, may, may, I, there's a chance I can get there today. Ladies and gentlemen, you, you can take down the siren, Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're done. We, uh, yeah, we see, got the way the... you work these bits is you just do them, and then you let it go. You don't <laughs> drive you, people Clark. crazy with it. Got Thank you. you. Got, Thank got you. 3 p.m. today, Town Ball Meatloaf oh, available boy. at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo on Highway 61, right at the north end of Hugo. This complements the already available meatloaf. This takes it to a different superstar level. And while you're there, you might as well get the tomahawk steaks and the sirloin and the burgers and the brats and the jerky and the seasonings and everything else under the sun. Pork shoulder? How about that, huh? Asabuco? Asabuco, anyone? Pork shoulder. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's an urgent note that was just made available to me this morning. It was delivered here by Courier. I had to witness the opening and then sign for it. Town Ball Meatloaf, available at Grunhofer's. After 3 p.m. today, that's Grunhofer's on Highway 61 at the north end of Hugo. This next have somebody Kenny take you Olsen. hunting. If he's here, jump up and down. <laughs> here I am, These Mark. Here I am. hours in hardware stores, seeking through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. That's me pogoing across the caboose floor in 1990. <laughs> good Lord, I don't know, three, four, five. One of them. Uh, to Big Backyard. Anyway, Joe says we're going to be all right. GL, uh, the sun keeps coming up tomorrow. GLers say, yeah, 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 Joe, that's just fine as long as DK Mags keeps opening at 10 a.m. And really, what else do you need to know? That could be the whole ad right, uh, right there. It and Monticello Pond and Gun couple of great shops. They're both run by GLers. They treat us well. They're willing to answer all of our questions, give us gentle advice if we ask, and of course aim and or point, depending on what you prefer. Uh, aim us in the right direction if we need help finding open ranges or classes. DK Mags, they've been kicking it on Old 8 in New Brighton since 99. Fair prices on a Pretty good selection of firearms, suppressors, magazines, and uh, all the fun little accessories like scopes. Uh, I, I, I need another scope because uh, <laughs> that Why not? satellite dish took a beating this morning. My God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm blind as a bat. Open sights don't work anymore. Uh, they also have a nice uh, selection of used firearms. And you know what? If you oh. need to get rid of a few... Oh, look out. They're willing to purchase your unwanted guns. You okay? You didn't fall yeah. down and break it. Yeah, that lamp you? tried to fall off the table. I caught it. Got her. All right. Got her. Uh, the website, if I haven't said it already, dkmags.com. Everything you see on the site, that gets free shipping to the shop. Uh, and the inventory in the shop, it changes virtually every day, so you're going to have to call or stop in up in New Brighton. And from my experience, uh, you know, I talk to the guys on the phone, I stop in. Emails actually work the best. Uh, and special orders, no problem, no problem at all. Uh, if you're on the thin blue line, uh, number one, thank you very much. If you've been in the military or you're a vet, thank you. You, you guys, you all get a discount. 
Stop in, say hi, Monticello Pond and Gun, or like I said, Old 8 and New Brighton, dkmags.com. Hey, uh, by the way, Kenny, you were wondering, uh, because the clip you sent me from the caboose, it was dated September 5th of 1992. We called that night Soul Man Slam Fest. It was the day after <laughs> I got fired from KSDP. It's For a the soul first man. time. Yeah, it's for the a first man slam fest. There's a pretty good chance uh, I, I might have had my stumble on that night. Yeah, <laughs> Minneapolis police have never been busier. Uh, crime has never been more rampant, and yet the uh, Minneapolis City Council continues in its efforts to eliminate the police and replace it with something else. A small group of Minneapolis City Council members is once again working on a proposal that could replace the current police department. And, of course, they always add, in the wake of George Floyd's death. The proposal, which would have to go before voters, could place police and other public safety programs under a new department. This is really about bringing together different public safety strategies with law enforcement to be able to achieve better outcomes for all of the residents of our city, said City Council Member Philippe Cunningham, who was mm. working on the proposal alongside Council Members Steve Fletcher and Jeremy Schroeder. Residents of Minneapolis, you, you have attempting to bring about a change in public safety, a fellow named Philippe Cunningham, who said this about what exactly is the role of a police chief. The police chief's role is to be able to have a vision of what it means for us to have a strong um, focus on what should police be focusing on. Well, sums it up. God help me, uh, he's incompetent, he's not wise, he has no experience in anything in life. Uh, none of them do. Minneapolis, you are in great danger as a city. Cunningham said many of the details are still being worked out. Well, that's what we heard six months ago. And uh, council members are expected to release a more detailed plan at the end of the month. The spokesman for Fry said he will review the proposal when the final language is available, but he already has concerns that it would diminish accountability by requiring Chief Madaria Arredondo to report to 14 different elected officials with Oof. divergent public safety priorities. The mayor has deep reservations about the potentially negative impact on the delivery of vital public safety services and clarity of command in moments of crisis, uh, Fry spokesman Michael Vlatkovich said. Cunningham said he imagines their proposal will place oversight of the new department on par with many other city departments, with the council holding legislative authority and the mayor with executive control. The city's charter, which serves as its constitution, has become a focal point in many of the conversations about how to change policing and public safety following Floyd's death. It now says that Minneapolis must have a police department with a minimum force based on the city's population. It gives the mayor complete power over the department's operations, but gives the city council responsibility for funding it. During Friday morning's council meeting, uh, this is today, so they must be talking what, last Friday? Uh, Cunningham, Fletcher, and Schroeder will give notice. Oh, today uh, they will give notice of their intent to introduce a charter amendment that would create a new department to provide public safety services, including law enforcement, according to a brief description. It would also remove the Minneapolis to Police Department. I'll start this over because this is very important. Mm -hmm. It would also remove the Minneapolis Police Department's status as a standalone department in the charter. Okay, wait. It would also read read that again. It would also remove the mini th these these plans they have, which okay. are by no means done or make sense. But in their plans, they would remove the Minneapolis Police Department's status as a standalone apartment in the charter. Mm. Friday's council meeting will mark the beginning of a month-long process before any changes could take place. Before it can appear on the ballot, it needs to go through a series of city council meetings, and these are all adult children, residents of Minneapolis. Your, your hands, your, your, your fate is in the hands of these inexperienced activists who are pandering to small constituencies. 
Before it can appear on the ballot, it needs to go through a series of city council meetings and a review by the court-appointed Charter Commission. This would be the second charter amendment proposed by council members since Floyd's death. Last year, five council members wrote a proposal to create a public safety department in which police officers will police officers would have theoretically been optional. Remember the charter came back and said, you people have nothing that we're going to put before the citizens. You have nothing to vote on here. Right. It's all yep. pie in the sky nonsense. Well, state law, of course, limits their ability to eliminate officers. That proposal never made it before voters because the charter commission voted to delay it. Uh, who was the fellow we had on from the Charter Commission? Rook, great guy. Oh, we had him on. Um, he he saved Minneapolis. Just look up, head of the Minneapolis Charter Commission. Got I want to give him due diligence again. But the point is, they're not giving up. Are they blind? See, they're the third rail. They're blind to what's happening on the streets of Minneapolis. The police chief's role is no, to be okay. able to have a vision of what it means for us to have a strong um, focus on what should police be focusing on. Barry, Barry no Clegg? Barry Clegg. Barry Clegg. We had him on the air, and he was a voice of reason. Uh, he was the one who pointed out you have a weak mayor, strong council system. That needs to be changed. He also spoke on behalf of the charter to deny these fools their wish to get their premature wishes on the ballot because they had nothing to vote for. And here they are trying again and again and again to eliminate police at a time when the police in Minneapolis have never been more needed and have never been busier. It's just an incredible, an incredible shame that this city is fading so fast. It really is. It's fading under this leadership. Little bit of irony here, Such. Uh, yesterday morning, we um, we had a shooting up in Philippe's ward. Oh, yep, yep. That uh, shooting was Dowling near Vincent, right? Yes. And uh, Philippe took to Facebook yesterday and uh, gave us some double speak. Uh, this mm -hmm. is from the uh, Metro section today. <clears throat> City Council Member Philippe Cunningham, and this is uh, regarding the shooting, whose ward includes where the gunfire occurred, said in a Facebook post that shots fired by police officers should be the absolute last resort. Yep. At the same time, he continued, we also cannot tolerate someone want wantonly shooting guns in our neighborhood, let alone at city employees. This enforcement action in response to the dangerous violent behaviors on Logan and Lowry has been much needed. Thank you to the 4th Precinct leadership for prioritizing 911 response and proactive enforcement in this intersection. So he's talking out of both sides of his he, mouth. He, he is, he is, I'm not saying this lately, he's an idiot. Yeah. He's an idiot. Yeah, unfortunately. He's unfit I, for that right. position. Completely. That, I think Chris is, yeah. yeah, Chris is a much more diplomatic, but both of you are right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a shame. It is. You're seeing the distinction between life in the salon and life on the street. And Kenny, you and your, just think of your neighborhood, Kenny. These are people who go to work, pay taxes, and need police. Yes. Yes, we do. And, and, and here you have these morons who find it very easy because of their position in the salon to do nothing more than to signal virtue to reasonably small constituencies of the millennials and hippies and freeloaders who voted for them in the first place. Yep. It's just a shame. Can I, can I attempt a link here? Yeah. Because a thought mm. occurred to me yesterday when uh, we were discussing uh, the, uh, the potential trial and, be, and that being moved in the Chauvin case. In the case with uh, this gentleman, Philippe Cunningham, and, and the likes of Keith Ellison, who in, are insistent upon moving this to try all these guys together, do you think that they have an alternate motive in this case? Well, it would be an alternative motive. Sorry, not an sorry, alternate sorry, motive. sorry, alternative motive. <laughs> alternate is what starts your car. It's been a day. Sorry. Um, but do you think that they have a different end game in mind here, Joe? That they, that they, almost, that they almost want havoc? I, I hope not. I, I, let's not. Let's not. Well, let's here's not. why I'm asking that. Here's why I'm asking that. What other possible explanation can there be for proposing something as ludicrous as this is? And if there is an explanation, give it to us. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Because this isn't going to make crime better in the city. Right. No, and Joe, Same in response boss. to your in your response to your comment about my neighborhood, the cops are so busy running from 
gunshots, shots fired here, shots fired there, carjacking here, carjacking there, that they don't have time for anything that isn't a major, major crime right now in mm-hmm. both North and South Minneapolis and Northeast, for that matter, and around the U. Same in St. Paul, where violent crime up this year 25%. Yep. The, the days are gone when they're going to have time to come and get a cat out of a tree. I got news for you. <laughs> I used to pull over when I'd see cops taking a break in their cruisers. I'd pull up, I'd roll up on them and say, hey, uh, I live over by a park. Could you guys just go hang out over there? Just be seen. They're like, yeah, sure, no problem. Those days are over. There's no, there's no hanging out, drinking coffee, taking a break anymore. Nope. And they're completely undermined by these yep. inexperienced, incompetent, out-of-touch activists who have never led a real life and who get paid, so don't let them ever tell you we're all in this together when it comes to the pandemic. Right. No, we're not. We're not in this together. The public class is not in it with us. I'm not condemning the public class. Many, many GLers in the public class. I am continue to be hard on the Minneapolis City Council, which has demonstrated time and time again they are not experienced enough to lead a city and lead billions of dollars in budget money. They are inexperienced, young activists who have no idea what life is like raising a family on the streets of Minneapolis. None. Yeah. And even the mayor who might be underqualified agrees with you. <laughs> right. I can't figure out where Fry is standing here. If he's if he's realized is he trying to save his ass or yeah. has some common sense broken through and he realizes that he is dealing with a council full of children. No, he's he's standing on a boogie board in ten feet of water trying not to fall off. Yeah. Right. That's what he's doing. But how many different businesses are gonna have to end up closing their doors and moving out before these people are going to change their tune. I mean, Or already have. Or already have, yeah. I mean, that's your tax base for your city. But what city will they have to come back to if it continues to be ruled by these incompetent and inexperienced adult children? So when you say, geez, we're going to lose businesses, take, take the long view of that. Why should you even make the presumption that any of those businesses would choose to return? Because they're what, not, yeah, they're not going to. You're right. Well, what evidence do we have that the city will ever be what it once was? As recently as three years ago, it was a city that held the Super Bowl. Oh. It was a highly functioning, popular destination, even in the winter. It has gone downhill since George Floyd. That was such a fun week, too, just mm-hmm. because of, you know, I was downtown basically every day that week. Is this going to be a town ball story? No, no, no. But what, to, to speak to Joe's point, <laughs> it was it was festive. It was fun. It was yeah. it, it made you proud. Now it's, now it's run for your life. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, it's not. It's, don't even go down there. And it wasn't no. that long ago. It really wasn't. One more time, Minneapolis residents. This is the fellow who thinks he has public safety figured out. His role is to be able to have a vision of what it means for us to have a strong um, focus on what should police be focusing on. <laughs> Sound the alarm in Minneapolis. Fire. No, that's the town meat. That's the town ball meatloaf. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Wow. That gibberish is beyond the pale, and it's just a shame. It's just a shame. But anybody, anyone that hears that and agrees with that or nods in approval should be taken to task and saying, what does that mean? Because if you say anything, well, that's what I'm saying. They should be called out to say, tell me exactly what that means as far as policies and number of cops and budgets and everything. Well, keep in mind, too, the reporter, I think uh, the Channel 5 reporter, I think it was, was it Alex? Is she the one that did it? Alex Jokic? I I think, I think it was her. Anyway, uh, but she. No, it was Kristen somebody. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, But she got that answer because she's perfectly said, no, it's not your turn, but you're going to come back to this. It was awesome. The setup no, she that did. she had for She that. did a good job. She really did. Why oh, don't Kristen, we that's the, the, that's the stoic one, right? Can we get her yes. name so it's correct, please? All right. Can, can we please yeah. uh, not be so casual Kristen, about this? Kristen Bell. She's a pretty good reporter uh, watching her during the riots. She was very stoic while may- mayhem played out around her. Cunningham, police, uh, uh, tight. 
Uh, and I'm I'm not terribly apologetic for not knowing her name because there are many many TV Christ, reporters. Sorry, in town. Kirsten, Kirsten Swanson, Swanson. Yeah. Kirsten Swanson, Kirsten Swanson. Yep. She did That's a hell right. of a job, and she didn't let that fruitcake off the hook. No. She made him answer the question. Absolutely. She's from Albuquerque. I didn't know that. Nice. Uh, good day, Mr. Mayor. Hail the oh hell with it. I'm not going to provoke another <laughs> lethargic another lethargic response from the dummies. Joe, I'm concerned the GL Cracker Jack marketing staff has been trailing me. I've been including Red Savoy on my trips to downtown GL for more than a decade. Just like your pretended drive to work on Scramble Fridays, I make my pretend drive to downtown GL with stops at Fratelloni's Ace Hardware to prep for the weekend projects, as well as Grunhofer's and Elevated to grab some harmony to keep me, you know, focused. <laughs> if I don't have time to clear up my grunt take, right to Red's it is. By the way, Rookie, the double sausage is great, but if you're not getting the East Cider from Red Savoy, which is a special pizza with sauerkraut, you are doing it wrong. Really? My old man, the GLR East Cider turned Floridian, looks forward more to Red Savoy when he comes home than he does seeing the kids he used to have. I don't blame him. Not dumping gas on a hump, the chief. Nice. Uh, P.S. I've done some deep thinking for a while and believe I've defined and determined the root cause of the mystery. However, in a time when everyone is talking, sometimes it's best to listen. I'll shoot my theory your way when it ro won't ruin our scramble. And, of course, he's talking to his dad who, when he comes back to town, comes back to town has to have a red Savoy because he appreciates the original recipe born on 7th Street back in 1965. And now that special soda-style pizza, S-O-T-A, since 1965, has that same great recipe at all 15 locations. Apple Valley, Blaine, Burnsville. We're getting it tonight, by the way, did I tell you? Oh, nice. You are? App, yeah, from the one on Snelling. Yeah. Apple Valley, Blaine, Burnsville, Egan, Eden Prairie, Edina, Hugo, Lakeville in a couple of weeks, Osseo, Roseville, St. Louis Park, downtown St. Paul, east side of St. Paul on White Bear Avenue, St. Paul on Snelling, Vadness Heights, and Woodbury. Nice. Uh, you can also sign up on the Red Savoy app, and uh, you'll get rewards like free cheese bread on the first order or a free pizza on your birthday and access to happy hour uh, happy hour pricing red savoy it's it's the best it's been the best since 1965 cut in squares like it's supposed to when it's soda style s-o-t-a this ain't no deep dish yeah this ain't no elephant ear sized pieces you're making me really hungry brah this is the way it's supposed to be red's savoy 15 locations I've got a buddy, Bob, who has three New Year's resolutions every year, and truth be told, he rarely succeeds at accomplishing his goals. He's not alone, by the way. Only 10% of us do accomplish our New Year's resolution. Then it hit me. Bob should call the Canopy Group. Why? Bob wants to read more, and I'm not going to be able to read to him. Bob wants to lose 20 pounds, and I'm sure not the guy to help him with that. But I can help him with his third resolution, and that is to save money. How's he going to do that? That? By handing this resolution over to the 30 professionals at the Canopy Group. They will help Bob save money on his home and auto insurance and have better coverage at the same time. There's 16 companies assure Bob's success, not only just this year, but they will do this for Bob every year to be sure he has the best coverage at the best price. New clients save more than $800 annually. Hand your New Year's resolution over to the Canopy Group and be part of the 10% with good old Bob who succeeds in accomplishing at least one of their New Year's resolutions, call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. All you bobs out there, get with it. 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. Trying to hear the song. Me too. I got news for you, Patrick. Is it premature to call him the greatest player in Minnesota NHL history? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> one <Yes>. game. <laughs> but just but it's a hell of a good sign when your would-be superstar in his first ever NHL game sets up two goals and then scores the winner himself in overtime. All my reports are, and uh, having not don't have an FSN on my uh, streaming service, I, I only can go by what I see on Twitter and the little videos I see, but he has the secret of success, Joe. Great hands, from what yes, he does. Says. Is he yes, a guy? Great hands. He's a guy. He's, he's a, uh, He goes into the net. And he goes zoop zoop zoop, and the goal. He goes, "Where the hell that puck going?" It's behind him, and they win the game. Now that was a three on three goal, so yeah. you know there's a little open ice there, but that's that's fine. That's uh, people are excited at the chance not to see him. <laughs> yeah. he's uh he's he's very nicely quick too he's very quick yes 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 and i i noticed the quote this morning from the coach who said he doesn't he's not red-faced and huffing and puffing when he gets to the bench even in mm-hmm. game one of the season he's in immaculate physical condition too so, carol kaprizov uh, well trained well trained carol kaprizov you know what else I learned last night after looking closely? It's Z-O-V, not S-O-V. I thought it was an S. So he's a Ruski, obviously, not a, not a Czech. So when you're writing about him in print, then is Kaprasov going to be as difficult as it was for Minkiewicz those first couple of years? I got that one down pretty good. Okay. I've had trouble with that. The one that gave me the most trouble ever was Niederreiter. <laughs> because yeah, Niederreiter. Yeah. He, instead of having two R's, he had one R and two T's, Ooh. and he put and he had two IEs, but one of them the I was before the E, and the other one the E was before the I, <laughs> and I could never figure out which was fit, which was which. So uh, he got on the rare occasions I wrote for him, we pretty much just went with Nino, you know. So anyway, I, I tell me this, Pat. Tell me this. Yeah. I haven't I haven't paid rapt enough attention. Uh, Kirill uh, Kaprizov was the Wilds' 2015 top draft choice. What? Why the six-year gap here? He, he played in uh, Russia for three years. He was a kid. He played in the Russian league for five years, but after the first two years, he signed a uh, ironclad three-year contract, and they couldn't get him out. And oh, they okay. tried. I know. Uh, I know. Fenton tried to get him out. And uh, they, they, you know, he stayed and played in Russia. And he was the leading scorer in the Russian league uh, uh, last year. So, uh, you know, he, he, I don't think it's a bad thing to get a. He's a veteran, you know. He's a that's he's true a rookie who's he's a rookie who's played a lot of hockey against mean Ruskies who hit you with the stick and stuff like that. And Joe, that's I think right. the uh, the only player in that league to outscore him was uh, was Putin in the All Star games. You know that, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Putin scored nine goals. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Skated circles yeah, around that kid, but, but, but not nearly as many goals as uh, the guy in Korea scored. Even though he can't skate. Yeah, he that's true. Like, yep. he, he skates like me, but he had like twenty-two. The one I. <laughs> I guess Matt Dumba calls him. I guess Matt Dumba calls him Dollar Bill Krill. Dollar Bill Krill. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I heard a bunch of nicknames for him, and uh, Krill the Thrill is the easy one, of course, but uh, uh, Dollar Bill uh, Krill ain't too bad, because everybody would go with Thrill the Thrill. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm actually coming, going to their opener, so I'll get a chance to see him on more than video highlights. I think I also discovered that YouTube doesn't have the NHL network, so... Mm-hmm. Basically, all I got is NBC Sports whenever they have a game on. That's all I got. But then, if your your local game is blacked out, so I got anyway. FS1. Don't I? Yeah, you have yeah. Comcast. Yes. I do. Yeah. Yep. yeah, you know, yeah, you got Comcast. Yeah, you, go, you stuck with them. I'm a, I'm a modern streamer who's, uh, who's, uh, who's covering not watching sports, anything who's covering sports without the sports channel in town who calls reavers once a week what happened last yeah. night <laughs> yes, right. no i follow it on uh, twitter and everything and uh you know i saw the goal several times but uh you know it's uh i i I, I'm trying to be stubborn here, but I'm probably going to lose. I'm probably going to have to beg and find. 
Apparently, the AT&T streaming has the now, but there's no guarantee that Sinclair and them won't get in a few two weeks from now. Pat, I showed the video to the nine-year-old this morning, and boys, he all sorts of excited. The only problem, though, is all of their games are going to start at 9 o'clock for the most part, aren't they, when they're not at home? Yeah, they're going to be out in the West. Well, they got uh, St. Louis is the only team in the same time zone, too, right? Yeah. uh, the Wild and the St. Louis are together, and how did Dallas get out of going out to the West Coast instead of us? That's a, Norm that's Green. I'm going to blame Norm Green. <laughs> it all goes back to that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Boy, people were excited last night. The 12:15. Twitter blew up. So. Hey, Pat. Everybody tweeted about it, but Donald Trump, he didn't tweet. No, he did not. So, Pat, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Joe, since we've made the transition to podcast, he's been using um, different techniques to kind of motivate the staff before production of the show today. And uh, today we went with an oldie but a goodie. Uh, we went with the George Brett speech. Went out and had a great meal, just a great <laughs> meal. I had to go to the bathroom so bad and the <laughs> in my pants. No, we're not playing. No, that. I just thought that Pat would want to know how we got it, got motivated for the broadcast today. <laughs> It'll pick me up. Right. What's well, a hell of a pregame speech? I'll tell you that. <laughs> Who's pitching today? Who's pitching today? Who's pitching today? Just wide-eyed rookies that they're like. Yeah. This is the man I always looked up to. <laughs> this was this was my hero. That's and like he when Sid me. asked me to spell music. <laughs> In fact, I think uh, it, Brad, our our former program director, Brad Lane, got an email because the day after the Royals won the World Series. You get uh, during sports talk. We played that as this was the big motivational speech, and yeah. some guy said that was pretty classless. And Brad kind of said, "Well, have you met Joe and Pat?" <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's our specialty, pal. Oh, uh, you know, we, we do pretty that funny. extremely well. <laughs> I'm monitoring the weather very closely in Green Bay and Buffalo. Buffalo is uh, forecasted for snow flurries that could turn into a blizzard. Who knows? Uh, what, what are we doing for temperature there? The twenty with the wind blowing off the lake. Uh, it's uh, even higher low, than that. Low thirties, low thirties at kickoff. Oh, really? Okay. And, is uh, Buffalo closer to the lake? Is the stadium in Buffalo closer to the lake than Lambeau Field is closer to the lake? I don't. I think the, so. the uh, Buffalo Stadium is not very close to the water, no. because so. it's in Orchard I, I Park. Yeah. You know. Yes. Uh, let me look it up. Let me look it up on the I don't old know. map. I don't know. But the wind blows harder off Lake Erie than it does off uh, the, the little sound up there that Green Bay's in. Mm. So, you know, uh, new Era Field. Oh, yeah, it doesn't look like it's very close to the lake at all, Such. Sorry to inform you. Yeah. That's too well, bad. Well, have, have your Reavers, have your friends started drinking in Buffalo? Yeah, I have been tailgating? informed. Are they <laughs> tailgating? Are they any of them getting in the stadium? They're letting what? 7,500 in or 11,000 or something. Yeah. Uh, so, I have been informed that uh, my, my fellas are going to be congregating slightly before 9 a.m. tomorrow uh, for the oof. 7 o'clock kickoff. A.m. or p.m.? Uh, a.m. <laughs> well, they won't see a word. They won't see a plane. Such want to bet? Jeez. Do we know if the governor of New York plans to be there? Because I don't think they want him there. Andrew Cuomo. I have not heard whether uh, he's don't know. Town. I don't he know. expressed his wish to go, but they're they're saying, "Are you kidding me?" No. Uh, well, what? I mean, they 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 are letting somebody in, so I don't know. I don't he, know either. He, by that, you know, by the time the game starts, if he's so drunk, they won't know he's there anyway. So that's true. Go go. All right. So I'm doing this. The good thing about those Bills fans is they start drinking. Then they kind of pass out and take a little two-hour nap yep. in the afternoon, and then they're ready to go out in their snowmobile suits. And, uh, you know, before they get, it's game time. In so, fact, uh, Pat, wasn't that the great quote my buddy Ryan gave you for that piece you did? Is the uh, the old man used to have the two boys dress up in snowmobile suits, so he had extra pl- uh, extra space to pack more beers into the kids' <laughs> snowmobile suits. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They'd go to a game in October, and they'd be in big. <laughs> so the kids would smuggle in the booze yep. for the old man? Yes. Yep. Oh, boy, he's raising them right, oh, isn't he? That's oh such a fun goodness. family. Uh, I'm doing well, a side-by-side. Side. Kenny, you watch Buffalo 66, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, that's that is that is almost a documentary. It's all true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm oh, unfamiliar with Buffalo '66. Oh God, it's a satire on how they blew the Super Bowl. Oh. Uh, well, it's Vincent Gallo had a big bet on it. He ended up in prison, and uh, but his mother, Angelica Houston, sits on the couch all day looking at that field goal cheering for it to be good. <laughs> and then the favorite part of it is they get this great big wall and they got pictures of big picture of Jack Kemp, big picture of OJ, blah, blah, blah. And then a little tiny picture of their only son. <laughs> uh, Pat, one of, the, one of the times that I attended a game there, when we tailgated, there was a guy, I don't know, maybe 50 yards down from us that had a giant Winnebago, and instead of where it says, you know, Winnebago on the overhang in front of the cab, it said, bleeping Norwood, you know, the kicker missed the field goal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, did you see the line I wrote the column on Wednesday about oh, Josh Allen, the yes. quarterback, and I, I found a quote I had from the cab driver driving into the before the 51 to 3 win that they had and the cab driver said you know last week they stopped them from tearing down the goalposts last week but this was to go to the super bowl he says with dogs they stopped them with dogs he says if we win tomorrow we'll eat those dogs <laughs> So I'm doing a side-by-side of Lambeau and New Era Field, and it looks like they're pretty similar in distance from the, the lake in each But I case. think the prevailing winds to create a wind-lake-effect uh, snow probably would be coming from the west. Yeah, and so New Era Field would be, yeah, you're yeah. right. So it, the, Buffalo yeah. gets twice as much snow as Green Bay because they right. do have the lake-effect snow there, which right. all of a sudden you... I remember being in Cleveland for a World Series game, and... It's kind of a cool afternoon and everything. The lake effect snow comes in and it's snowing like hell. You know, yep. it just comes from nowhere. So. Anyway, that's, uh, what else uh, we got? We got the Timberwolves. There, well, hey, big uh, Gophers playing one of the best teams in the country, where they're unbeaten at Williams Arena tomorrow, yep. one o'clock in the afternoon. The perfect time to play a Big Ten game. They yes. had none of them last year when people could go to the games. Yeah. This year, they got all kinds of them, uh, the Saturday afternoon games, but, of course, nobody can go and watch. So. Yeah, and high schools gonna... have started. High schools have started. They started last night, yeah. A lot of games yeah. last night, yeah. We have, we have no uh, no reports yet of uh, mass, uh, mass collapses <laughs> in in he in he- heaps because of uh, having to play hockey with a mask. Right, right. So. right. Right. Not yet. So yep. anyway, Patrick, All right, I Lance. have not. Wait a second. I have not seen Buffalo '66. It is free on the internet on something called Tubi. Two, uh, excuse me, T U B I, and I'm watching it right now. I'm two minutes in. If you it's, it's, well, uh, you'll be there the rest of the day. Uh, Chris, uh, Christine, uh, Christine, Ricci, Ricci, yeah, yeah, in her full uh, sexiness and Vincent Gallo completely insane and Angelica Houston and Rosanna Ben Gazzara, Arquette, Mickey Rourke, ben, yeah, yeah, Ben Gazzara, ben Gazzara yeah, Ben Gazzara is creepy as any man can possibly get. It's uh, it's fantastic. I I will talk to you about it next week, and you'll thank all yeah. of us for it. And I actually yeah, just I'm going to watch it. I just I'm looked up that it. service, Kenny. The correct pun- pronunciation when any of us are using it is called Tubby. That's Tubby. Tubby. Yeah, that's yeah. the correct <laughs> Named after me. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this pandemic is not good. I, I think we should all be forgiven. We should all be forgiven for our grotesque <laughs> We'll talk to you later, son. I told you, Katie. I guess we're not I going got, to. I got, go, go I ahead. Got this, this Amazon package shows up. I open it. It's a scale. I think it was a hint. <laughs> 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 that is the yes. ultimate needle right there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Try it. Try it. You won't like it. All, All right. right. See you. Goodbye. See we got to get Pat. You know, we got to get Pat on electric bike next summer. Really? From EcoFun. From EcoFun. Yes. He loves EcoFun. A great big fat tire electric bike. 
and it would revolutionize his uh, daily walks, which now are done in an automobile. Right. This way, this way he'd actually get outside on a bike. And right now, uh, Tim and his family up at EcoFund Motorsports in Forest Lake are advising us, and this is pretty wise counsel, take advantage of the great sale prices now that are kicking off 2021, and you'll be ready for the biking season this spring. The uh, snow is falling now. Don't let that stop you. In fact, if you want to get in there and get winter recreational equipment, they have it, including Yamaha snowmobiles and a full line of recreational equipment for kids, including youth snowmobiles and youth ATVs. But they're kicking off 2021 at EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake with great sale prices on Bintelli bikes and all those gas-powered scooters that turn every urban adventure, or I'm sorry, turn every urban errand into an adventure. And you're beating the man, too. You're going to get about 70 miles to the gallon of gas. Uh, when you call EcoFun, you'll likely actually talk to a real human, maybe Tim or his daughter, Kaylin. 612-321-8867. They love the GLers, and GLers have loved EcoFund Motorsports. Also go to EcoFundMotorsports.com. It's EcoFund Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. And let's give a tip of the cap to our friends at Harmony Spirits, the best craft spirits in the state of Minnesota, and a proud supporter of the Garage Logic podcast. Uh, okay, so Rook, I need your help here because there's an ingredient that uh, Eric emailed in that we should try his bourbon cocktail recipe. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, bourbon whiskey, obviously. Yep. Rook's saliva. He's kidding, of course. <laughs> Sweet vermouth. What is Campari? C A M P A R I. Campari is a, a liqueur. Yeah. Isn't it? Is it's it? I've a, never had. I've never heard of it. Usually red, and it'll just. It's. Um, is it sweet? Is it, it sour? It's is something it that spicy? you add to. It's a little more sour than it is sweet. Because that's what he called it. He said, "This is my bourbon sour recipe." Yeah. Yeah. So okay. It, um, I like the vermouth. Wave the cap at it. Just pour a little. Don't overdo it. it. Okay. Do not overdo it. I'm going to have to try that with my uh, bottle of bourbon from Harmony Spirits. Oh, GLers, if you haven't damn. done so, sign up for their monthly newsletter. I know a lot of you already have, but each and every single month, they select one person at random to receive a free bottle of Harmony Spirits of their choice. It's just that simple, and it's free. Absolutely free. At Harmony Spirits on Twitter. But here's the most important message. Go into your local liquor store and ask for the Harmony brand by name. Doesn't matter if it's the gin, the vodka, the bourbon, the whiskey, whatever. The rum uh, that just came out, uh, try it all and ask for them by name. Please tell me you heard about them on GL. I did tease myself. I still have not jumped into the uh, barrel proof. And I, I did take the cap off it the last night and just gave it. I didn't give it a swig. I gave it a sniff. How'd that work out? It worked out well because I did cap it and put it back down. I'm saving it for a special occasion. Got a boy. But man, is that uh, it just smells fantastic. Joe, following up your discussion regarding auto theft on the uh, show yesterday, I'm in southwest Apple Valley. I won't preheat my car in the driveway any longer after a recent incident shared on Next Door. He capitalizes that. That must be one of those neighborhood chat sites. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this shared incident included video from a ring camera that occurred last week in North Lakeville. Specifically, two cars were stolen out of a garage at 6.13 a.m. Both cars were running in the garage as husband and wife did their morning ritual getting ready for work, and both vehicles were nabbed. The ring video shared on next door shows two individuals cautiously approaching, then running up the driveway, hopping in the vehicles, backing down the driveway, and driving off. Before they were completely gone, you can see the husband run out the front door and down the driveway giving chase as the second vehicle races off backwards. But just like that, both those vehicles were gone. This was clearly orchestrated. The thieves must have known that those two vehicles would be running as there were two thieves and they presumably were dropped off by a third in another vehicle. Mm. I won't preheat my car any longer and I remind my wife why she shouldn't either. That one's tough. She insists there's warmth flowing before she hops in. I've heard vehicle thefts have been reported in Burnsville as well. What a time we live in. On a happier note... 
My birthday was at the beginning of the month, and my wife suggested Red Savoy Pizza for our celebration. Nice. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Red's house special was fantastic. Red Savoy and Apple Valley, what a time we live in. Thanks, Randy. And only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park. No, Marloth Park in Mumalanga, South Africa. There you go. From our friend Tom, Ly uh, Tom Lyman. It was on this day in 1849 that Henry H. Sibley, whose name is now disgraced, was admitted to Congress as the delegate of Wisconsin Territory. This title uh, is remarkable for the bulk of Wisconsin Territory it had already been formed into a state, but the citizens of the remaining part, St. Croix County, had sent Sibley to Washington to represent them. And on this day in 1851... Wait a second. Wait a second. Regarding Sibley... He started his career in the Midwest working for a fur magnet, uh, Astor. Yeah. Uh, Jacob, uh, his first name Jacob? Uh, yes. Uh, Astor. Uh, and he was a clerk John there. Jacob Astor. Yeah. His and, name uh, is my name, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually worked his way into government. So he was here uh, long before we were stayed. There you go. Fascinating, fascinating guy. Anyway, fact, go ahead, Brooke, Jeff, didn't sorry. he have a brother? Uh, John Jacob Astor? I thought, I thought uh, he had a brother. No, his brother was Jingleheimer. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry I brought it up, Such. Thanks, Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Kenny, good sorry, story. Pal. You got to realize pal. he'll do any, he'll say anything he wants to if you bring up a funny name. Question mark. <laughs> and on this day in 1851, James M. Goodhue, editor of the Minnesota Pioneer, brawled in the street with Joseph Cooper, brother of territorial judge David Cooper. Cooper was upset because Goodhue printed a libelous column about his brother, which included the phrase, he is a miserable drunk stuffed with arrogance and conceit and a ridiculous affectation of dignity. Goodhue was wow. stabbed and Cooper shot during the fracas, but both Jeez. survived. Now that's wow. how you handle that's stuff. Right. See, that's right. how you handle right. stuff. Right. You just have a fight in the middle of the street and lay in there and all that horse manure. I heard, though, the backstory on that, though, is uh, Goodhue got upset because the guy kept taunting him, saying, like, good hue, over and over. Cue the music. You know, hue, well, good. Hue. Great meal. Very good. Great hue. Meal. I had to go to the bathroom so bad. Oh, no, we don't want to hear that again. Oh, I okay, I'm sorry. Here. That was the wrong button. You can't button. take that out. That was the wrong button. My bad. Well, peace be, peace be, a, peace be upon us this weekend, please. And with your spirit. Yes. All right, bros. Well, if you have a little bit of extra time... You should head on over to PodMN on your smartphone because PodMN has a library of podcasts with the Minnesota twist that you are going to enjoy. If you don't have a smartphone, you should, but you can get it on your computer to PodMN.com. And also, please uh, do us a favor and subscribe to Garage Logic on our YouTube channel. You know what? I poked around on there. I, they still have videos from my vacation oh, when, yeah. I, when I made Matthew empty out the uh, camper poop. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the uh, what was it? The Haley's Hardware Store. That's the that's where they sell Heineken in the back. My favorite is the one where you're um you're attempting to get out of the pool. Don't no that one. Oh bad. yeah, that's. Yeah. I, I wanted them to delete that. They still have that one on there. Yeah, it looked like a beached whale for crying out loud.